welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 214, Handle with Care. This is not only one of my favorite topics to talk about when I do speaking engagements or when I work one-to-one with people, it's actually one of my favorite overall energies or qualities in general. It's something that I utilize day in, day out, and I invite you really during this like 14-minute chat that we're going to have to find a place where you can relax a little bit to allow this to really seep in. Uh, Handling with care is something we don't do with ourselves enough. And you can juxtapose this to the last time you went into self-judgment. The last time that inner critic kind of popped up in your head and said, you're not good enough, you didn't do well enough, you'll never be enough. The last time you kind of called yourself dumb or stupid, or the last time that you just went into the rabbit hole of no matter what I do, no matter what, I'm not doing what I should be doing. Uh, So many of us, for various reasons, are trying to live up to expectations, to benchmarks, to pictures of perfections. We're keeping up with the Joneses left and right. Uh, We are pressured by society day in and day out of what we should be doing. We are pressured by our family, our loved ones. We have expectations at our jobs. We are really surrounded by openings to handle ourselves roughly with judgment and to constantly be pushing ourselves for more, but not in a way that actually lets us relax, open up, and receive as we move along that path. And that's really what this energy, this conversation, and this invitation is of being able to smooth out your inner dialogue. Smooth out the way that you handle yourself so that you handle yourself with more care, more kindness, more of a sense of perspective on what it is you are choosing day in and day out that allows there to be a soft space to land for yourself. So often, again, when we're living up to those expectations, our inner dialogue becomes very, very harsh. And it's kind of funny because if you listen to the thoughts that you have against yourself, and if you imagined yourself saying that out loud to somebody, not directed at you, but took your inner dialogue and flipped it so that you were speaking those same things out loud to someone else, would you actually ever say that? Nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, there's no way you would be saying the harsh, rough things that you say in your own inner dialogue to anyone else. You would stop yourself with those two really important questions. Number one, is it necessary? me saying this. Sometimes having a hard talk with somebody or having a hard talk with yourself, it is necessary. That's what's going to get you up and get you moving in a different direction. Uh, But if the answer is no, you follow it up with, is this kind? And a lot of our inner dialogue, if we took the perspective of actually saying it out loud to somebody else, it wouldn't get a yes for that question. It wouldn't actually be kind to be judging what was said, what was done, you're not enough, you're not living up to it. It wasn't good enough and it never will be. And for me, that's like one of the greatest tricks that we can start to employ as we're moving along this path of trying to be kinder to ourselves, trying to be a little bit more open and in that receiving energy. 
why we let ourselves be so harsh to ourselves in our own head, I have no idea. It just kind of is something that is insidious. And no matter who I work with and what stage of life that they are in, there seems to be this thing of, oh, I can remember when I was five years old and I didn't meet the teacher's expectations and that's what bred it. Or wow, you know, my last divorce, that guy that I was married to was telling me over and over and over again that I was never good enough. It just kind of stuck in there. No matter where you have picked up this pattern and no matter where there has been experience after experience after experience that has proven that pattern to be valid and therefore dug it in deeper, Kind of like, yeah, the way to get better is to beat myself up internally. That person was right in telling me that I wasn't good enough, and now I have to constantly strive to be better. Or wherever that weird twist has come where you think that creating, moving into the next frontier of your life comes from being unsatisfied harshly with where you are now, like that's going to motivate you to move forward, Uh, having a soft space to land of saying, you know what, things are great right now, you're just going to be reaching for more, it doesn't seem like it would have the same motivational impact for you. Take a look at all of those interesting occurrences and what those interesting points of views actually create. They don't create a sense of being soft in your own world and actually being calm and present with where you are. There's a constant harshness and a roughness and an aversion energy where you want to almost check out or pull away or over control your current circumstances to try to get better. Most of us are taught, again, throughout life and throughout experience that that's the way to actually have self-improvement or to improve the quality of our lives, but it actually does the opposite. It creates an internal rub where no matter what, there is no caring for yourself. And with that, it gets really hard to actually allow other people to come in and truly care about you as well. Being able to have an inner dialogue, an inner world, a relationship with yourself that is like silk. That conversation that you have with yourself that is a caressing, that is a soothing, that is, it's okay right now. Okay, that didn't go as expected. It didn't go as wonderfully as we had hoped, but it's okay. Or, wow, you know what, things right now are okay and we'd like to reach for more, but we don't have to create harshness to find motivation to do so. Or the ultimate interesting one of, wow, you know, we can actually relax and give up control a little bit right now. Things won't fall apart. Things won't fall apart if you just relax and release your grip a little bit. How often is that harsh dialogue that you have in your own internal world, that inner judgment creeping in because you feel a sense of lack of safety and that's really being born into over-control tactics where you're trying to finesse and finagle anything you possibly can to have it work out better. It is a hard way to live if you are treating yourself with a lack of delicacy that way. 
And it's really fascinating. This whole conversation was born from one of the private clients that I'm working with currently. And we're really looking at her perfectionist tendencies and her striving for more and how that's a brilliance in a certain way because she is someone who knows, hey, I'm capable of more and I would like more in my life, as are most people that I work with. The thing is, we get twisted so frequently into thinking that that is Uh, going to be created by over-controlling, by perfectionism, by people-pleasing, and most importantly, kind of having that motivation to do so by having a harsh inner dialogue. And we were having a conversation in one of our coaching sessions and going, wow, you know what? Your inner voice right now is so critical of you. And juxtaposing that to her primary delicious relationship in her life right now, a new man that's entered the picture who softens her edges and gives her a safe space to land and releases the drama in her head and gives her a greater sense of perspective. And our conversation and how we flipped that inner dialogue was, wow, if you could handle yourself with as much care as this man handles you, what would be different? And you look for yourself as you hear that, where is there a relationship in your life? Someone in your life and your living who actually does treat you with reverence, treats you with care, gives you a soft place to land, makes you feel relaxed and loose and easy as soon as you get in their presence. As soon as you hear their voice, you breathe a sigh of relief. Get that and juxtapose it with how you treat yourself. And the more honest you can be with that, the better. How different is that treatment? And what if you could start to learn how to be that for yourself? What if that could be an invitation to handle yourself with more care? And to actually start to put eyes on this so every time you move and groove throughout the day and that judgmental voice hits, that inner critic, that inner enemy chirps in your head, that I'm not good enough, that wasn't perfect enough, I'll never be enough, whatever that is, whatever that is, you went, you know what, that's a harsh energy. Number one, I would never say that out loud to somebody else. Number two, the most kind and caring person in my life would never say that to me. Why, oh why, am I saying it to myself and allowing that to be? This is a really easy way to break the pattern. It's also a muscle to be built. I mean, quite frankly, this pattern is so deeply ingrained in all of us. And it may be in something where, again, you may not be overly in judgment of yourself constantly of I'm never good enough, e or about it. But you may be in kind of a lesser degree of it where it's just a constant strive for perfection or constant strive for more, but doing it in such a way where there's a coarse energy. Again, as that motivating factor, like if I'm coarse with myself, it'll give me enough pep to actually move forward. You want to watch all those variabilities with how this shows up because they're all destructive, because they're all not about treating yourself with kindness and caring and handling yourself with care. Have your eyes on it and develop that muscle every time a coarse energy, a sandpaper energy, enters into your internal dialogue. Stop yourself. No, that's not okay. 
that would never come out of my mouth to somebody else. And you know what? It would never come at me from that most kind and caring person in my life. I'm not going to do that to me either. Easily and effectively interrupt that pattern and do it as much and as frequently and as often as it takes so that the energies in your internal world start to be one of caring, of kindness, of silken softness, of deep velvet, whatever that wants to be, of cool water to you, more so than that harsh grating aversion energy that has you rubbing against yourself constantly. As I said, this is a muscle to be developed, but the more you are eyes on, the more you catch it. And the more you flip it with this easy, easy, easy technique, the more the bandwidth of energies in your world are going to be one of softness and of kindness and of caring. And you'll start to notice the ripple effect. You'll start to notice how you can become your own greatest lover, your own best friend. And you will not, no longer really be kind of held beholden to how the people around you see you, treat you, and judge you. Because no matter what, you're there having your own back. No matter what, you're there having that kind of commitment to yourself to be so kind and so caring and going, these are the energies and the qualities that I invite into my world. And anything that doesn't match that is not a match for me. You may be really surprised that not only your internal abusive language goes away, but also the people coming into your life, they won't be coming into your life with those abusive energies anymore. It is a beautiful way to kind of alchemize your space, to heal your space, to actually regenerate your own relationship to yourself, and then from there, by extension, how others treat you as well. This is a big conversation. This is also a tender conversation, but these are easy ways to actually start to change it on a deep, deep, deep level. If you would like some more personal instruction and some one-to-one on this, then please reach out and apply for a one-to-one sit-down with me. We can talk about where your internal dialogue is now and actually look at more specific ways to flip it to one of kindness, caring, and a soft space for you to live in. A soft space to land whenever the judgment of the world hits and one where actually infinite possibilities for you and your future start to thrive. Have an amazing week, and as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.